Nick's worked really hard on this this week and uh, like really hard, but he did forget two things. <laughs> he forgot to invite two? Dean. <laughs> well, we both forgot to invite Dean. It's definitely your job. And he didn't send Robbie the Zoom link. Yeah. <laughs> at course, 20 past won. seven, we're sitting waiting for Robbie. <laughs> and where is he? You said he's going to be on time. Text him. Yeah, my bad. Robbie, is there a Zoom link? <laughs> yeah, I've had, a, I've had a lot to do today. This episode of the Whiskey and Things podcast was recorded in the presence of a live Zoom audience. Who do they think they are? Oprah? Yes, this week we celebrate our first anniversary by recording the show with an audience of our Patreon subscribers. Together we'll be tasting the Glenfiddich single malt scotch whiskey, Solera, 15 year old. And we have a special guest, singer-songwriter, content creator and vlogger from the Romesh Ranganathan Ranganation show on the BBC. Mr. Robbie Coles. Yes, and as always, you can find some more whiskey-based content, images, videos, and all our social media platforms at Whiskey and Things Podcast on Instagram and at Whiskey and Things on Facebook and Twitter. And do us a flavor and give us a rating on your preferred podcast platform. Really helps us out. Cheers. Thanks for coming. You're listening to the Whiskey and Things Podcast with Dave Giles and Nick Kent. Welcome to episode 53. I am Dave Giles. And I'm Nick Kent. Welcome. Happy Whiskey birthday, and Nicholas. Things. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. Happy anniversary. David. Is it a birthday or an anniversary? What are we calling it? I think we should make that decision now. Anniversary, mate. All right, okay. <laughs> You're the boss. I've done You're it. the boss. We should have had that conversation before, right? It wasn't very dramatic <laughs> at all, was it? I'll have um, a more in-depth conversation about it if you want. But, so. I mean, what a year. We, you know, what a year. We, we, think of all the places we've been able to go to. It's been great. <sighs> Park Royal. Yeah. <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> That's crazy, isn't it? The one, <laughs> the one place we've actually gone is an industrial state a mile away from where I live. But what a day out it was. Beautiful part of the world. Uh, Beautiful yeah. part of the world. Beautiful yeah, part yeah, of the world. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's been amazing. Yeah, we started at the beginning of the first lockdown and we're still in the same situation. But uh, would the show be the show it is if we weren't in lockdown day? What do you reckon? That's actually a really good That's actually a really good point. I don't know. Probably, it can't have been. It would have been no, different. No, it wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have, would been. have evolved differently. God, we would have been so busy, you know. You know. Yeah, I, yeah. I wonder. I wonder if, if we'd actually had learnt more about whiskey. Uh what? Or less going to the distilleries, or, instead uh, of actually just having to read up on it. Well, no, because if we'd been busier, like well, you've just sat around. Literally, what have you done this year? You've sat around. You set up around your own bar. You've now got whiskey shelves. That's been your life. Look, and it's amazing. Some party no- mode tonight. <laughs> See, it there's changes no- colours tonight. Got I the know. party going. The rave. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just don't. I just don't think we would have like had anywhere near, or you wouldn't have had anywhere near the time. No. To, uh, I mean, you went to school and everything. I did go to school. That's the thing. The guests we've had on the show from distilleries and stuff would they have had the time to come on our show if they'd been doing their normal lives? Absolutely. We've taken advantage of the situation. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Anyway, uh, shall we? Uh, shall we crack on, Nick? Shall we? Yeah. Uh, shall we? Shall we get on with our guest? Yeah, why not? You 
Just get the things over with. Look at that. How about that for an introduction, Robbie? <laughs> Just I get him over that. with. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get him over with. Well, welcome back, Mr. Robbie Coles. Uh, Thank you. you. What what episode? It was what was a high episode eleven, was it, Nick? It was eleven. Yeah, all the way back there. Yeah. It feels like the, yesterday. Uh, Talisker ten year old. I can't believe it was only episode eleven. I know. Yeah, God, that's when I, the day I burnt my throat drinking that whiskey. Yeah, that was <laughs> the high stuff commissioner. Like that, you don't forget. Yeah, <laughs> kind of like losing your virginity in a way. Like when I had that uh, whiskey, that's what it was like. Because I'm not pro whiskey person. You're not pro, but you, you approve of it. You're just not pro. I approve of it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Right. Yeah, I was going to say, just cut you off if that was the case. <laughs> so how how you been there, Robbie? Yeah, good. Thank you. Yeah, not too bad. I'm quite optimistic about how things are looking at the moment with. Uh, this whole lockdown stuff ending. But other than that, yeah, I'm kind of getting ready to potentially have normal back, I suppose, in a way. He's bringing normal back. Hey, hey. <laughs> yeah, so just kind of mentally getting ready for that. Like, I'm so used to my bedroom now and my four walls. I'm just like a bit nervous, I suppose, to go back to chatting and socialising with people and shaking hands and hugging and all the rest, if you know what I mean. Going to um, gigs. Going to gigs. I want to go to a Robert Cole's gig. Going to gigs. That is exactly what we're all going to do. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm currently distracted by Tara's cat. I think I missed it. <laughs> we got we got mooned by a cat. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Not the tea towel holder. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. That was a tea towel holder. That is amazing. Um, so, so, Robbie, I see your hair's grown back all right, though. <laughs> yeah, just about. Yeah, it's unfortunately it's still ginger, but it's um I can work on that. I can work on that. Cheers, but, mum. But you are on a new season of uh, Ranganation with Ramesh. How's that going? How's that? Yeah. How's that playing out? Yeah, it's going. Yeah, it's really good. We are five episodes in. We got one more to film, and then that's the whole season done. But yeah, it's going really well. It's really good fun. It's uh, just amazing. It's just such a cool opportunity to be on that. And uh, yeah, third series in. So yeah, it's all just it's all just uh, crazy, really. Like I'm just filming a TV show in my bedroom in a way, <laughs> which is just insane to think about. But yeah, loving it. So it's really good fun. Nice. You got to take your trousers off a couple of weeks ago, didn't you? Was, yeah, got the legs out. Yeah, that's right. They asked for it, and I was like, "Hey, look, I'll get vloggers' legs out. Not a problem." Um, and I had matching socks on. So to the diehard fans of the show, <laughs> I had. I had a purple hoodie so on. Pants? Uh, not pants, oh, no. Okay. And I had purple socks on. So I thought that was my little So um ten points to you if you if you notice that. Or you're too busy looking at my legs. Robbie, are you noticing when people are on these kind of shows, are you getting an influx of people on your social medias that are, are hunting out vlogger? Or is that not really happening? It's not loads, but there is a little bit of people coming over or whatever and saying some stuff and but yeah, no, not not too much, not as much as I thought. But get lots of like lovely comments and stuff, which is nice, very positive, which is which is always a plus. So and yeah. within that as well, is it because you do stuff on TikTok, don't you? I have a love hate relationship with TikTok. I kind of I get really into it and then I stop for ages because I just can't be bothered and it's effort, a lot of effort for twenty views, you know. But then. I get back into it. So at the moment, I'm kind of really into it. So I'm doing all these like little sketches and skits and some get like, you know, a good amount of views and then some don't. And it's it's hard. It's a, it's a battle, really. I really enjoy doing it. So, 
but yeah, I'm I'm kind of on TikTok at the moment. Um, who isn't nowadays? It's but it seems the place to be. Us is that the kind of stuff? Yeah, you're right, Nick. Sorry, absolutely. I have no interest in being on TikTok. But <laughs> yeah, <is>. yeah <laughs> but you had no interest in being on Discord or anything a few weeks ago either. Who me? <laughs> um, no, yeah, all right. Point taken. But I've got seriously. There's a, there is enough. There is enough going on in the world. It, it, you're right. I was stubborn about Discord, but we're there now. Uh, and I'm being stubborn about TikTok, but I, I don't get it. I, anytime someone watch me, sends me a, a TikTok clip, I'm like, I don't find this funny. Am I supposed to find this funny? Apart, like Robbie, the stuff you're doing on on, I see it on Instagram. And that yeah, seems, yeah, yeah, that's what I see is stuff. Yeah. It's funny on there, but if it had a TikTok logo on, I don't know why. I just don't, <laughs> yeah, don't like, find it no, funny anymore. I'm um, watching it. <laughs> but there's a bit more discovery element to that, isn't there? And, and do you find that every now and then someone goes, oh, aren't you aren't you vlogger from Ranga Nation? Or do you not get that? Uh, yeah, I get it a little bit, actually. Yeah, sometimes one of my videos, someone's like, Were you? are you the vlogger? But now you're like singing in a Shrek mask shirt. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, yeah, that is me. Unfortunately, I am doing that. There's a... That's what I do on the weekends, basically. But yeah, uh, yeah a little bit. I mean, the alg- the algorithm on TikTok is just mental. It's like you can you can kind of become a star overnight if you get lucky with it. Um, it's not much of a graft, but it also is at the same time. It's kind of it's a strange strange place, but it's it's uh it's a good one to be on. But hey, Robbie, did I ever tell you about the um the the band I'm gonna form? You know, so when I, when I'm in Abbey Road, the the you yeah. know, like you like Dave Giles and the whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, my band is going to be called um, the Al Gore Rhythm and Blues Band. The Al Al Gore Rhythm and Al Blues Gore. Band. Yeah, Al, Al Gore. Gore. Al Gore's Rhythm and Blues Band. Yeah. Okay. Al, the Al Gore Rhythm and no, no. That, I'm, I'm no. missing something here, aren't I? I've missed something as well. Algorithm. Al Gore. Ah. Oh. Hey, that's pretty good. <laughs> oh my god. Oh you my know what? god. You should put that. You've on got TikTok. to say it quicker. I said algorithm. it quick. No, I didn't. You, you were like <laughs> this Al Gore <laughs> rhythm and blues bands. Yeah, maybe it's one of those ones that works better in text form. It, that goes down well on <laughs> on Twitter. I promise <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> that was good. Fair play. That was really good. Um, unbelievable. It, it was good. It was good. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Say, say I appreciate the uh, say, the say sympathy. You should join the Ranga Nation. Say it fast next time. Say it fast. All right. Okay. Fine. Fine. <laughs> Fine. Tony Michael says he gets it, so that's all right. Danny thinks that part of the of the, uh, of the chat's going to get cut from the final. <laughs> no, I'll just overdub it where I laugh. All right. Yeah, I'll, I'll insert a laugh there. <laughs> like I do, do with your voice thing. sometimes. You know, if I've told a, a great gag and Dave doesn't laugh, I just find a laugh from somewhere else and put it in. <laughs> Make myself sound funnier, because I need it. That's amazing! <laughs> <laughs> You're going to regret sending me that file, yeah. aren't you? I forgot I put them in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. So, yeah, Robbie, have you got anything else you want, want to talk about? Have you got any new... You know, last time we talked to you about the idea of you doing some more music. Is that happening or not? Uh, yeah, so I haven't really told anyone this, but I'm doing... Uh, not even Ramesh? No, not even oh. Ramesh. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing a. I'm hopefully. Well, I'm going to do a big rebrand. Uh, it's been coming for a long time, and because of obviously the pandemic and stuff, it's been a bit of a nightmare to to do it all. But I've literally got. I've got the post in my Instagram drafts, and it's been there for about four months now. And I'm like, 
I'm so close to being like, here's my new stuff. This is what's happening. Come with me in this new direction. But I'm just waiting to get my song back. And it's like almost done. And it's just these things take a long time. And I don't want to rush it too much because it is a it's a big thing, you know. Yeah. I remember my first time. Stuff, but exactly. See what I mean? So hopefully it'll be a hole in one. But um, <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm just I'm really excited. I'm also really nervous, actually. It's kind of <laughs> looking forward to it. So, yeah. We look forward to it too. Yeah, so yeah, well, often, Dave. He just said we, he's, he's nervous about it and you're laughing. Come on. I was laughing at the hole-in-one joke. That was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was listening to what he said, Nick, <clears> as opposed to you. Uh, clear, what, what, are you not finding anything funny today, Nick? Huh? That's, a sec- that's a second joke you just not laughed at. <laughs> <laughs> you're being serious about overdubbing all your laughs, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Muttley laugh. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. I like that one. Why well, to do it so it didn't clip on the microphone? Because it's always close. If I did a loud laugh, it would like be really loud and clip. So I used to do the monthly laugh instead. Great story. Do you want to hear it again? Yeah, please. Yeah, please. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's move on. I thought um, we were hearing it again. Oh, I'll disappointing. Re- I'll reloop it. Yeah. <laughs> I want yeah, actually when you come to editing the episode, what I want there, Nick, is um a rewind sound, you know, like when someone turns the vinyl back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, another one. Another one. Another one. The muckly luck. <laughs> That's amazing. Great story. Do you want to hear it again? Yeah, please. Yeah, please yeah. actually, yeah. Let's move on. What you got in your hand there, Danny Gruff? I'm on the beer now. It's safe. I'm a bit hungover, so it's now I'm going back. Why is that? Why is that? I'm a bit hungover as well, Danny. Good <sighs> Lord. Oh, no wonder Robbie didn't get sent the link. Oh, there it is. There it is. Had a the truth emerges. Had a bubble party. And actually, when I picked up Danny from his house, I was like, I can't get too drunk tonight because I've got the show to do tomorrow. And he's like, well, don't worry about it. Like, no, people coming, people coming. He's like, I'm one of the people who are coming and I don't care. I'll get smashed. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah bubbles, by the way, just before anyone starts judging. We're, we're I'm judging. Yeah, it's a bubble. Yeah, they had, the, they had the beer pong, they had everything going on. I don't I don't get an invite, but... That's one of the good <laughs> things about this lockdown. I haven't seen you for ages. That's a great thing. I actually think everything. it's the longest you and I have gone without seeing each other <gasps> since we met 11 years ago. Look how happy I look. <laughs> you, you do look younger. <laughs> Whiskey! Robbie, thanks for joining us. The main reason I wanted to get you back on this week is because last time I felt like we missed a trick not drinking the same whiskey as you and doing a proper tasting with you because your insight was just fantastic. Uh, (laughs) And... I, I'm really excited about doing this. So we have sent you, as long as was everyone else who's in here, I think, uh, a sample of the, of the whiskey we're going to be tasting. So, Nick, shall we, uh, shall we, shall we get on to the whiskey? Yeah. Whiskey bots roll out. I've lost my script. <laughs> Where am I? Oh, yeah, that's my line. Um, <clears throat> so, Nicholas. <laughs> yeah, it's different every week, that bit. Yeah. This... <laughs> Weeks whiskey. So I get one line. That's the only line I've got in the whole script. And I forgot it. <laughs> Glen single malt Scotch whiskey. The Solera, fifteen year. It's a forty percent ABV. Yes, and we all have these little bottles today. Have you tried this before, Dave? Uh, yeah, I have. Your brother sent me a message the other day. He thinks you're sounding more and more like Ted Kravitz. Yeah, I hear it as well. 
I know. Well, you can hear yourself sounding like Ted Kravitz. I hear Ted Kravitz in my uh, diction sometimes. How modest of you. No, I'm not saying... <laughs> <laughs> He's just such a great, you know, presenter. I just really see myself in him. Excellent. Right, so uh, <laughs> you've just set yourself up now because now you've got this nice long bit. Um, oh, a bit of distillery background. Some people might want to learn about the Glenfiddich. Yeah, so, so let's, let's hear you deliver this wonderful bit of oral history for the Glenfiddich. Yeah, yeah. Well, Glenfiddich, it's a glen, so it's a valley, right? It's a valley. So it's a valley. So this is Gaelic for... What does a fiddick mean? Deer. Deer. <laughs> yes. The Valley, Valley of the Deer. Valley of the Deer. Yes, this is a space side. Um, one of the originals up there. One of the original kind of illicit stills, I think. I might be wrong with that. So I might cut that bit out. Yes, distillery background. Uh, the Glenfiddich Distillery was founded in 1896 by William Grant. We've heard that name before. Um, in Dufftown, Scotland, in the Glen of the River Fiddick. Funny that. And the whiskey first ran from its stills on Christmas Day, 1887, after building it with his nine children. How many? Busy boy. Busy man. Very busy man. Yeah. Um, we talked a bit about Dufftown um, back in episode 31, and William Grant, actually, when we sampled the Belvini 14-year-old, or the Balvini, or the Belvini. Um, remember that? <laughs> that's a distillery he also built. <laughs> All right, go on. <laughs> Did we ever get to the bottom of that? Of what? <laughs> How you pronounce Balvenie. Balvenie? Yeah, that. All right, okay. <laughs> it's all right then. Balvenie? Oh, whatever. No, we're not going down there again. But anyway, he also built that one. I found a mistake. I'm really sorry. We try and be as uh, accurate as possible with our facts. Well, I actually found a mistake in episode 31. I said that the whiskey production started in Balvenie on May 1st, 1883. But that was a mistake because he didn't build it until 1892. So I apologise, everyone, for that one. Um, that's quite a big mistake. That's quite a big mistake. <laughs> that's quite a big one, that. Yeah. It's not like... That's a whole generation <laughs> of years. No, not really. What, what? 10 years. 1883. Oh. But he didn't build it until 1892. It's all right. I'm just about nine years too early. Anyway, <laughs> back to the, the lovely Glenfiddich. It's the world's... Best-selling single malt. It's sold in 180 countries and accounts for 35% of single malt sales around the uh, around the globe. Across um, their whole range? Yeah. yeah. Right. In terms of single malts. Johnny Walker's the biggest in Scotch. And Grant's is number three, which is uh, the same company as this. Uh, Jack Daniels is the biggest selling overall in terms of whiskey. But yeah, this is the biggest selling single malt. And it's basically because over the years, they've just been amazing at marketing. And they've taken some risks, etc. For example... In 1909, William Grant's son-in-law, Charles Gordon, visited the Far East way back in 1909. It's crazy. And secured customers in that region. So that's when they first kind of became a multinational kind of company, as it were. Um, in the 1920s, with prohibition in force in the US, um, Glenfiddich was one of very small number of distilleries to increase production instead of ceasing it or like doing less because of prohibition. This put them in a strong position to meet the sudden rise in demand of fine-aged whiskies when prohibition was lifted. So that's another thing. They just seem to be just nailing it all the way through. Bit um, of luck there, isn't there? Just a bit element of luck. Yeah, indeed. And in the 1960s and 70s, when other distilleries weren't doing so well and being bought up or went out of business, in order to survive, William Grant and Sons expanded their production of whiskey again and uh, introduced advertising campaigns 
And they were the first distillery to open a visitor centre in 1969. Um, also in that era, they took the decision to start marketing single malt as a premium brand in its own right, apparently, uh, effectively creating the modern single malt whiskey category with the introduction of the Glenfiddich single malt in 1963. Um, up to then, I think they were just bottling it as grants or, you know, letting other people blend with it, etc. Yes. Other things as well, like they're the first of the distilleries to package bottles in tubes and with gift tins. And they also were one of the first to take advantage of the duty-free market. Good work, Ted. For spirits. There you go. William Grant himself died in 1923, but Grant's and Sons is currently owned and managed by the fifth generation of William Grant's descendants. That's still a family business. So yeah, they market it as a, you know, family-owned you know, business for whatever. But it's, it's a massive company now. Um, Grants & Sons owns other brands such as Balvenie. Tullamore Dew is one of them. Grants, obviously. Monkey Shoulder, that's one of theirs. So it's probably some Glenfiddich in there. So that's a uh, blended malt. Um, but they also own Sailor Jerry, Jam Bui, Hendrix Gin, and a bunch of other things as well. It's massive, this place. They have 11 wash stills and 20 spirit stills. So... They're the Dons, really, which is why we kind of thought it'd be a nice one for our uh, our year anniversary. I can't believe we haven't done it before, to be honest. So there we go. Yeah, we're doing the 15-year-old Solera edition today. Yeah, we wanted to go above the 12-year-old, the standard yeah. one. We thought we'd give you something a bit special, guys, because yeah. we're nice like that. It ended so. up being very, a bit of a uh, ball ache. Uh, yeah, we should have worked it. backwards. <laughs> we should have worked backwards honest. from the other countries back to England because we we just got everyone in England's first boom and then we had to find it elsewhere on the globe which was quite hard it turns so. out every other glymphidic is really easy to get the 12 year old the 18 are all really easy to get anywhere else in the world <laughs> the 15 is an absolute ball ache oh my god yes. <laughs> three of us me Nick and Rish Nick Rish and I were on a zoom call for an hour and a half Trying to trying to find a single place that sold Glenfiddich 15 in America. Yeah, we did, but they didn't. None of them did the sample bottles. <laughs> they only did full bottles, and they were like ninety dollars. <laughs> and we're like, ah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, Robbie, have you ever had Glenfiddich before? Um, I haven't, no. And after that description and the history of it all, I can't wait to put it in my mouth. Very I- excited. How has your whiskey game been since we last had you on? Have you been trying other stuff since you, you know had the what? High Commissioner? I actually had a really nice... I'm trying to find it, but I took a photo to send it to you guys a couple of weeks ago, and I had a really nice... I think it was like a Japanese whiskey. Oh, it yeah. Was that, like a, it was that, like a massive bottle. Um, it was really nice, but um, I can't seem to find it. Unfortunately, I don't know what it is, but I did take a photo. But so that's a bit of a boring story. Um, so I'm going to answer that question again. Yeah. I'm going to say no, because um, <laughs> you know that's just an easier. Oh, the attention oh. retention on to Dave. No, oh. <laughs> no. I'm sorry, that's Dan. outrageous. One oh. year on cont- is back. We have that all year long. I don't long. control it. I all don't year control long. it. Wow. <laughs> The attention retentionometer. Um, <laughs> as, as riveting as I thought that story Robbie, was, Rob. Robbie, I'm so off. sorry. People are turning off. He did all that boring history stuff and he got away with it. And you come in, tr- try and tell one story, and that goes off. I didn't even know you I'm had sorry, it switched man. on, Nick. I couldn't. Th- I didn't think we could afford it anymore. No, well, I've renewed this subscription. Unbelievable. Oh, you renewed? Oh, okay. Yeah, one year on, is it? There yeah. it is. Fair yeah, enough. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> 
Uh, Darren decided to have a pop at us earlier about uh, our pronunciation of Balvenie. Oh, yeah. Balvenie. 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 He's actually a Scottish person, so apparently we need to listen to him. Yeah, we have to trust him then, don't we? Yeah. Balvenie, is that what it is? It's a Balvenie. 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 said the word Jiminy Jillicas so many times, it's lost all meaning. It's one of those. You're listening to Whiskey and Things. Oh, obviously, he's 15 years old, Nick, and uh, 40% AVV. Yeah. What makes this different from other single malts in the Glenfiddich range? Anything? Yeah, it's pretty special, this one. It, they do something a bit different. A few other people do it, but this is the main one that's kind of known for it. The Solera. Other things to do with this is single malt, obviously, 100% malted barley, um, probably chill filtered, and there is colouring in this, but... You know, whatever. It's just a just a thing to do. So the Solero business, okay? I love a Solero. Robbie, do you like Soleros? <laughs> love Soleros. What's your favourite one? Uh, the white chocolate one. The white what Solero? So is that yeah? That's it, isn't it? <laughs> you're thinking Solero. of Mac. I think you're thinking, thinking of, of Magnums. Oh yeah, I am. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here. Yeah, I'm whiskey. Yeah, and I'm like. <laughs> Solero? Wait, what's a Solero then? Solero's ice cream this in the is, middle. Yeah, it's, it's got, got like it's a got fruity... Like a, it's, it's mango usually on the around the outside. Oh, yeah, the mango one, the orange puree. one. Yeah. yeah. Mm. That one's quite nice, yeah. I do like yeah. that one. I think there's a purple one as well. I, I can't remember. Purple flavour. What flavors are there? I swear I've only seen mango. <laughs> purple. Purple's a fruit. Purple flavour. There's red flavour. Um, yeah. I don't think there's a blue flavour one. No. I think I've only had the orange one. I didn't know you'd get a whiskey one, though, Nick. No, well, that's the thing. Um, this is chill filtered through a vat of wall Soleros. So <laughs> that's what happens with this one. And, that's, like, and that, that's where they got the name from. Now it, now it all makes sense. Now it all makes sense. <laughs> no. Right. Uh, Solera is a type of kind of finishing, right? Inspired by the sherry bodegas in Spain and Portugal. They use a large oak ton to marry together 15-year-old whiskies, which were matured in different barrels, right? Did you say tongue? Oak tongue? Tun. T-U-N. Oh, tun. I thought you said tongue. I was like, I've never seen a wooden tongue before. Uh, pirates used to have them, didn't they? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah, so this is kind of uh, made-up whiskies. They've used three casks in this, basically. Um, they use ex-bourbon for 15 years, and then that spirit is then transferred into virgin oak casks for another three to six months. But then in another process, they're aging in European oak, ex-sherry casks, for 15 years, right? So then you've got two barrels, essentially. So then they empty those into this massive Solera vat, okay? Um and it marries in there for another few months, I think. It's like a big 9,240-gallon vat, and it sits in there for like four to six months or something like that. But the thing is about it, though, they never empty this vat. So when they first filled it, it was in there. They took half out, and that's what they then bottle for that addition. Then they fill it up again with another batch of those two different barrels, and then that marries together. And then they take, when that's ready, they take another 50% out. So it's never less than half full at any one point. And uh, this vat has been at least half full since 1998. So it's essentially the biggest infinity bottle of all time. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just that. It just keeps, uh, 
just this system that keeps going and going. They do it in a big vat. Some other distilleries do it where they actually connect the barrels together, which is quite interesting. So they've got a nice. rack system on the wall and they fill the top ones. And then they, when they empty ones at the bottom, they just open some valves and then it leaks through again and it all ages for another kind of uh, cycle or however they want to do it. So the benefits of it, it brings consistency and uniform to it. You know, right. if there's any kind of characteristics that some of the barrels might put in there, it kind of irons those out. So everything is pretty much the same. Um, and it adds like, I don't know, sure, add some flavor or something, you know, but yeah. <laughs> are they like wooden, this might be like a really silly question, but are it's they no wooden? Silly questions. Are they, are they wooden barrels? Yes. Yes. They are, it's not like a massive tin. Or like, you know, like when you go to like a brewery or something, I know that's obviously completely different, but that must make a big difference to the taste. Yeah. It's like 60 to 80% of its flavor comes from the barrel and that's where it gets its color from as well. Christ. Yeah. It's clear when it goes in um, mm-hmm. before it's aged for however long. And that's called new make when it goes in and you can drink that and have that as well. Dave and I had some recently. Um, new make. And it tastes completely different. Oh, it does well. it? Yeah. Yeah. It's a completely different thing. But it's very strong. Yeah. Robbie, the reason they add color in into something like this is because this is a worldwide brand where they make loads and loads of different bottles of it. Yeah. They add colouring to make sure it's consistent from one bottle to the next so that if you're someone who always wants to go for that bottle, it always looks the same. Um, So Ah. you'll find a lot of the really big whiskies will probably add colouring. Sometimes it adds... um, like There might be a bit of a caramel flavour to the... Oh, it's okay, a, yeah. To that. It's a caramel but, colouring. It's not meant to be, not meant to flavour it. The E150, it is. Yeah, that's quite interesting, that. Nick, what do you think on the colour? I think that's quite, it's quite, that's dark. quite dark amber. Yeah, maybe. I don't... Quite golden. I mean, put it up against next to your hair, Robbie. That's what I was thinking, yeah. It's would, kind of similar to my to my carpets, if you know what I mean. Yeah. It's <laughs> And the drapes, yeah. And the drapes, yeah, that's, that's the one, isn't it, yeah. Right, on the nose. Oh, he's getting his nose Ooh. to it now. Wow. <laughs> Have a little sniff, everyone. How are we doing? Right, those of you joining us, uh, get your noses in there. Robbie, what, what your, before Nick and I taint your your thought process, what are you smelling? It smells quite sweet. Yeah. It's kind of... Say what you see, Robbie. Say what you see. Yeah. It's sweet. It's a bit of a... Is it slightly woody? I mean, that's kind of, that's quite common, isn't it, for whiskey to smell like... A lot of like people can smell... Smell oaky tones and all that. It's been in oak for 15 years, so it's going to pick up yeah. a bit of that. Yeah, sweet bit of wood. Yeah, I I, I was going to say wood. I'm getting some walnuts, Nick. You getting walnuts? Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Nearly dropped mine. Be careful, Dave. <sighs> Be careful. Be careful. Yeah, it's kind of sweet. There's kind of dark fruits in there. Oh, yeah, some blackcurrant. It's <laughs> no? quite hard to smell it. Like, I smell blackcurrant. it's like... Blackcurrant's a good shout, Nick. Yeah, those dark fruits, they're definitely in there. I'm getting a, a hint of marzipan as well. A hint yes. of marzipan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Yeah. You getting that, Nick, uh, Robbie? Does it does it remind you of a fruit cake? Let me see if it reminds you of that. Christmas cake. You ever had a Christmas cake? Do you know what? Yeah. It te- it's like a Madeira cake. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a Christmas cake? That's not, is it? That's a fruit cake. It's a fruit cake. cake. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Oh, Jeff yeah, Whiskey. Jeff Whiskey. Right, we'll come back to that later. That's a great one. Yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say that. But Jeff has just dropped a bombshell in the chat. Classic Jeff. <laughs> Joe, I need to share that now. But we will bring that up with you later, Jeff. Vimto, which oh. it, which would be, go with the blackcurrant thing, wouldn't it? Yeah, it's like oh, yeah. undiluted Ribena. You know? Yes, I was going to say that <laughs> earlier. Exactly. 
Yeah. That's why when you said blackcurrant, that was what I was thinking. I was going to bring squash up again, but I was like, no, I did that a couple of weeks ago. Don't bring that up again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. It's good nose, this. It's good nose. It's really good. Oh! It is I, the Whiskey God. Hang on. Hello. Look who it is. Welcome back to our patrons who joined us back in episode 25. And a God-sized welcome to our new friends. Thank you for supporting and inspiring these two Neanderthals over the last 12 months. Even though I'm a god, there's only so much I can do when the standard started so low. That's unbelievable. Did you invite him, though? I don't, I don't think I did. I, did, did you? I, I, th- I forgot. I didn't invite him. It wasn't me. That's odd. How did you get on, Whiskey God? How'd you get in the... My face is my laminate. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's quite funny seeing as no one knows what you actually look like yeah it is weird congrats on a year of the podcast Whiskey God thank you boys but let's face it you wouldn't have lasted but a month if it weren't for me injecting some star quality into the production so you're welcome unbelievable absolutely unbelievable unbelievable <laughs> he barges in here he forgets that we had Jeff Whiskey on. Takes all the credit. He takes all the credit. Ladies and gentlemen, forget what you think you've learned from these two posers. Sit back and listen to the master. <laughs> Oi, Whiskey God. Stop giving my boy's lip and hurry up with these tasting notes. <laughs> I admire your fire, Mr. Coles. A true redhead, it seems. As you asked so confidently. I have another party to get to anyway. <laughs> Glenfiddich Single Malt Scotch Whiskey. The Solera, 15-year-old. Tasting notes. On the palate. The medium body is the first thing to notice. Cinnamon raisins intermixing with sherry, but brightly. Dark fruit notes abound. There is also a slight bite of ginger. Vanilla bean tends to blanket the experience. On the finish, the body seems to bloom and gain momentum right before a medium-length fade-out begins. The vanilla tends to warm up into notes of the sherry sweetness as the final note goodbye. Overall, with the original Glenfiddich 15 already offering a rich, deeply fruity, and punchy experience. The Solera Vat treatment offers an interestingly welcome detour. If fans of the original 15-year-old wouldn't mind a sweetness taking over the tart, a creaminess taking over the butterscotch, and a more subtle body, then I would give a dram of Glenfiddich Solera 15 a proper go. Glenfiddich Single Malt Scotch Whiskey, the Solera 15-year-old, Enjoy the rest of your party. <laughs> Ta-ta. Well, there we go. Thanks, Whiskey God. Thank you very much for that. Enjoy your party wherever didn't even, you've gone. Didn't even mention Vimto. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Cheers for setting that one up, Rich. I appreciate cordial, it. wouldn't it, for him? Yeah. Probably. Anyway. That was, that was some interesting stuff there. It was interesting reading people's notes. Some of our patrons are putting uh, their own notes in the chat whilst that was going on, even beforehand. And a few people said things. We'll, we'll ask them later, but they said things which then came up. The one thing that 
really struck out to me is because probably because it, it hit my taste buds at the same time he said it was the ginger. Yeah, me too. Mm. The yeah. hit, the hit of ginger as it hit the tongue, or at, towards the end of the experience. Not, it's not overpowering, but it's definitely there. Mm. So again, perfect for Robbie being on for this one. Okay. Yeah, you know what? It was really nice having like the whiskey god in my ear while having a sip. Yeah, I don't know what it was. It was like. Euthorical, wow. if that's the word. He's a mystical being, mate. As he was listing off all the the tastes, now I was like, oh, "My days, it is that." Like he's in, he's in my head. He's on my tongue. The whiskey god. <laughs> yeah, it's really nice. And what a difference compared to what I had last time. I was just about to say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Like, I wonder what is in the high commissioner. Jesus, that literally took off the like the, the my throat was just throbbing mm. with fire. My <laughs> chest is quite warm now. Like right in the middle, but it's a nice warm. It's like a a nice hug. It's comforting. Cold. Yeah, it's comforting. Yeah, it's a nice one. It's kind of it's helping a lot. But the other one I had, the High Commissioner. <gasps> God. Yeah, this is that quite was... light on the tongue. It hasn't got like a creamy finish or creamy mouthfeel for me. It's kind of fresh. Mm. And it's not harsh. I don't know. What I've had whiskey wise has been probably because they've been not great, but quite harsh i'm not sure if you can get nice harsh whiskey i'm not sure if people mm. are into that maybe like a <laughs> like an extra strong coffee maybe i don't know but well, this went down like like a water slide it just went straight yeah. through well this is 40 percent. so if you want more of a kick robbie you can go for something a bit higher you know you can go up to your, your 50 percent if you want you can get a car strength. and that would that be a bit more harsh on the it depends the tasting or uh it'll have a lot of flavor but again it yeah. depends how old it is and how it's matured and they're all different just because it's um stronger doesn't mean it's got more flavor or it's or it feels like there's more alcohol in it mm. you know so it, yeah um, it depends on how long it's been in the in the barrels as well the fact this has been in the barrels for 15 years will make it the word would be a bit more smoother. It's smoother, it will have, yeah, yeah. It yeah. will have taken some of the edges off. A younger whiskey will be a bit more ethanol-y. Pokey. Pokey. Yeah, pokey. That's, how about um, that? Mm. Yeah. Uh, this is really pleasant to drink, isn't it? it is I pleasant. mean, it's, it's just really pleasant. pleasant. It doesn't blow me away, though, Nick. No, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Uh, how much is this? We're talking £47.95 on the Whiskey Exchange. It's pushing to a treat, you know. It's one you put in your basket if it's on offer. <laughs> but it's not different enough for me to other... But it's, it's a space-side scotch. It's just a nice, a really good example of one. So, yeah, it's really drinkable. Do you know I'm getting coconut water on the end now? Now, the mm. more I'm drinking it, I'm getting coconut water. Not coconut flavouring, but coconut water. You know how coconut water doesn't taste anything like coconut? Yeah. It's got that texture to it as well, the slightly thicker okay. texture to it. Kind of a long burn. Yeah. I am enjoying this. It's just... I'm not sure if it's a 50 quid bottle of whiskey. Apparently, it's um, currently £35 on Amazon, according to Jeff Whiskey. Oh, look at that. That's not bad. Is that for a big bottle? Um, yeah. 70. Yeah. He's nodding his head. 70. Uh, and in, in Oregon, it's currently on sale at $66, and the exchange rate's about 138 at the moment. So that's, that's getting it down to about 40. That's all right. That'd be, the, that'd be the 750 mil as well. Right, um, get a bit more. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not disappointed with it. I think it's a nice whiskey. My experience with Glenfiddich on the whole is I think it is aimed at people who are just starting out with single malts because I think they are drinkable and it opens you up to the flavours of single malts without necessarily 
being too harsh on, in any one way or the other. It's like, if it's not peaty, it's not smoky. It's not uh, offensive. It's not it's off- safe. Exactly. It's a very, it's safe. That's exactly what we're looking at. That's exactly like you could you could quite you could sit here and quite easily do. That's it. why they sell so much. You could quite easily drink a bottle of this and enjoy it. Yeah, and I think it would. It's a good one to perhaps introduce. Like Robbie's sitting here going, "This is nice mm, because it's yeah. so much nicer than what he had before, like the cheap blends." But because it's it's got brand name recognition because it's everywhere, I think that makes sense. <sighs> For people to enjoy it, does that make sense? I think I think yeah. it's it's a good. Oh yeah, it can be, almost be a gateway just because of the recognition. But the, my my worry is because it is everywhere and people see it as one of the bigger brands. Is that that people may stop here as mm. well? They may be like, oh, go Glenfiddich. I now know what whiskey tastes like. Yeah, I've definitely got that. Mm. I now feel like I know everything about whiskey. Yeah, because you've That's had problem. A, you've had a Glenfiddich fifteen, and is the that, whiskey yeah. god has been in your head. And the, you yeah, know, he's planted it in there. He's been a lot of places, but yeah, my um, head, yeah. I'm getting this. I'm getting a bit of citrus right at the end now. I haven't had okay. a sip in a while. I'm getting like I feel like I had a Satsuma ten minutes ago. <laughs> that, that I've got that sensation in my mouth right now. Right, right, right. Um, don't nice. know if anyone else is getting that. Um, Nick, what I do have, I have some space side chakiski. Oh. All right, we'll have a little taste of this. <laughs> Satsuma uh, sensation. Danny said that's a great band name. Um, <laughs> I'm going to try it with a bit of chocolate. That, that now tastes like a bounty, dark chocolate bounty. Mm, yeah. I'm suddenly, I suddenly feel like there's a load of coconut there, which I wasn't necessarily feeling beforehand. I know I said coconut water. That's interesting. Yeah, it's pretty. I like it. It's a good safe option as well. So there we go. Glenfiddich 15 Solera. Interesting bottling. Um, it's tasty. And I would I would have this if I saw yeah. it in a bar. And I think there would be plenty of bars you go to that would only have a couple of Glenfiddichs and maybe one other scotch. Maybe not some more much anymore because I think single malt, like the whiskey market's growing. But yeah. in the old days, that would definitely be, have been true, wouldn't it? You would have gone into a pub and probably only seen a Glenfiddich behind a bar. And yeah. you, wouldn't have, you wouldn't have been disappointed. I don't think you would have been disappointed. No, it's it. solid. It's like... Seeing Coca-Cola in a vending machine. You like exactly. It. Cool. Exactly. There you go. But at the, same, at the same time, it doesn't blow you away. Mm. What has blown you away? You. Hey. You. That's right. That's the answer <laughs> I was looking for. <laughs> I thought that was a lovely place to end that segment. I agree. You're listening to Whiskey and Things. These British people talk funny. Should we chat to some people now, Dave, and see what notes they have? I think we should. Danny, what did you think of the Glenfiddich 15? That was nice, yeah. It's, it's very uh, middle of the road, I think. Like, it, it's not doing anything special. It's not doing anything bad. I mean, I yeah. like it, Like, it, but it's to me, it's like um, like an Arkansas or a Highland Park, where, and, the, and, it's, and that it's, it's more expensive than them. So I choose. I would choose one or the other two. I thought you'd say that. I have some nice orangey stuff going in. It's a nice little fruit cake on the way out. On the way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I enjoyed it. I'd, I'd have it again, but not not in a hurry. Like, yeah, f- f- fair enough. Thank you for yeah. your honest opinion. Thank you for thank sharing. You. Thank you for being here. Let's have, let's have Jeff on the Jeffster. All right, guys. So thank you for oh. your Vimto note earlier. Yeah, good note. Absolutely great note. Anything else popping out for you on this one? Oh, no, it's, it's quite a nice one. It's, yeah, it's the middle of the road. I think that's a fair comment that was. That's like, hmm. it's nothing, it's not going to blow you away. It's safe, yeah. Yeah, it's like a friendly handshake. Like, you know, it's it's nice, but it's not wild. 
Yeah, you're getting the, the, the what you want from a whiskey, aren't you? Yeah, you've turned up in a bar in the middle of nowhere and you're like, oh my God, this could be awful. And they've got this. You're going to be like, okay, I'm all right. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, you can see why it's in a lot of bars and that. Like, it's, a, it's the same with like 12. It's friendly, it's welcoming. It's kind of, this one's a bit more tarty, I think. As yeah, in the whiskey god said that, didn't he? In. He did, yeah. It's kind of waxy as well in the taste, I thought. The kind of... Mm, waxy. Have you ever tried eating like waxed fruit, or is that just me? You know the fruit that's not actual fruit. It looks like it, and then <laughs> isn't that marzipan? I always thought that was marzipan fruit. You can get like marzipan fruits as well, and they've got that weird kind of like oh, yeah. oily texture. But yeah, it's not bad at all. I'm not complaining. Excellent. Well, thank you for sharing those notes with us, Jeff. Hello, Welcome, ben. ben. Thanks very much for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me. I got on the palate a bit of burnt caramel, mm-hmm. sort of um, creamy fudge almost. You know the flavoured fudges you get that are just sort of... Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah, vanilla fudge. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yes. No, oh, I know yeah, what you mean. Yeah. I get you. And the waxing is actually good. It's got that coating of the mouth. I, I quite appreciate it as well. And um, mm. it's a surprisingly long finish too. That's quite, that's quite nice. Ben, thanks very much uh, for joining us. There. Cheers, some, some great notes there. Thanks very much. My pleasure. Thanks very much, guys. Right. Um, I want to get Kitty on. feel like with the ginger note, we need another, another <laughs> redhead. Hello. Hey, Kitty. I didn't get a lot of ginger, but I did get like a sticky toffee pudding but really specifically by campfire the tin sticky toffee puddings yes <laughs> i can see that so it was a bit smoky for you it was but this yeah. is like the second whiskey i've tried and this hmm. is much smoother than the mac Mira that i tried the other week okay and i can definitely drink this one easier so so mac Mira was your first whiskey yeah sweet well thank you for that that's a lovely note there fantastic cheers kitty Darren, do you have any thoughts on the on the Glenfiddich 15? It's throwing quite a lot of vanilla and caramel to it. I do a lot of camping and sort of roots and things and waking up sometimes by heads and things after it's been raining all night. I was getting quite a lot of that from the smell. Yes. That's the second camping reference we've had in two, Nick. Yes. Does it remind you of camping? No, it didn't. Thanks, Darren. Trying to get Nick reminiscing. I think we should get Paul on. Big, big bro Paul. Big bro Paul. Hello, guys. Hello, How you doing? How you doing, Paul? <laughs> doing very well. How are you? You actually sound hungover. Are you hungover? No, I, I don't really drink anymore, Dave. To be fair, so this is a this is a bit of a treat for me. Uh, and was it a treat? Uh, it was. It was not too bad, actually. I certainly got like black currant or black breeze first up. Yeah. But someone mentioned banana, and then suddenly I got some banana. Paul, last time we did Jameson's, and you said it tasted like Auntie Carol's tiramisu. Yeah. What Boxing Day pudding did this remind you of? Hmm. <laughs> good question. Probably had a bit of mince pie in there. Ah. Most probably from Sainsbury's. Okay, <laughs> mince pies, mince pies. Only because I was getting the, um, the, the currents coming through, definitely. Paul, we'll, we'll speak to you soon. Cheers, guys. Cheers, Cheers mate. This is the Whiskey God, reminding you to please always drink responsibly. Uh, I want to see a Mars T-shirt because it's the only one I've seen. Look at that T-shirt. I am Glenn Livid, which you can get on our Zazzle store. Yes. Yes. Hello. Designed that T-shirt. I don't even have one myself. But uh, (laughs) so there you go. So, Amar, you're obviously, for various reasons, well, not various reasons, you're a Muslim, so you can't drink alcohol. And yet you still follow our podcast, which is amazing. Thank you very much and support us. Um, But, so we we sent you some whiskey. What have you decided to do with it? Well, I basically had an idea, like, basically during the Zoom call, and I kind of realized I could just make a cake of it. So 
currently in the oven is a whiskey-based pound cake, and I'm just waiting for it to bake now. Amazing. Because you made pound cake before. Does it smell any different? Are you getting anything? Obviously, I'm not going to ask you for tasting notes yet. It's still cooking. <laughs> uh, um, I can I can sort of smell the whiskey. Um, like, just like an... I, I can't... I'm not really good when it comes to, smell, to the smelling notes, but it just... I can smell like the alcohol for a bit. I, I don't know if that's going to cook off or not since I put an entire bottle in it. So that should be interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's a double shot. Yeah, so it's a double, it's not, yeah. It's not too much. Uh, but thanks thanks for sharing so let us know how that pound cake turns out if you think do you know what for religious reasons I'm not going to eat this cake I am down the road more just down the road just saying <laughs> but yeah thanks very much for your support really appreciate it yeah thanks um, dude really appreciate it you're listening to the Whiskey and Things podcast hello Lou how you doing? All right. Thank you for coming. Thanks for joining us. You had an interesting note within the chat, which I'd like you to talk about. TCP with a honey tinge. Yeah, oh. that was the smell I was getting from it. Right. Oh, that was on the nose, right. Yeah, um, but I still got the honey flavour from the taste um, and like creamy fudge. Creamy fudge, oh. yeah. Who, who else said that? Ben, was Ben Atfield said that, yeah. It was kind of like uh, Werther's original taste as well. Oh, mm. Yes. That's bang on, isn't it? Now you've said that. Vimto on the nose, Werther's original in the mouth. It's like a trip to your grandparents, isn't it? It is, isn't it? This is great. Some sticky toffee pudding afterwards. Beautiful. Yeah, thanks, Lou. Nice one. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Richard, are you up for having a chat? Amazing. We're going all the way to Oregon. What do you think about this whiskey? You had an interesting note as well. Tastes a little bit of honey there, kind of thick as it it goes in. It was very drinkable and then... The finish is, you know, that little bit of spice that comes back, which was very nice. I like that. Very drinkable. And then the other thing on, on the smell. So I'm sure, and I think you mentioned it, Dave, you know, Christmas cake, you know, which is a, a common thing. But for me, it was the fruit cake that my mother used to make. And uh, she used to make it without eggs because she was allergic to eggs. Right. So she made this particular fruit cake that you made and you put a load of lard and a load of brown sugar in it to make it work because there was no eggs in it. And it, yeah, it just reminded me, took me back to that. And she did not put whiskey in it. I know that because I've made it before now. <laughs> that sounds that sounds like a good nice. recipe. That sounds like something I would like to have. Nice. Thanks very much for coming on. So, Andy, <laughs> you had a really great note about this whiskey, which I really enjoyed because I actually was reminded yesterday of a photo of not cowpole, but the yellow fluorescent medicine that you used to get as a kid. That I think was supposed to be banana flavour, right? Yeah, and I love this stuff. My initial smell was uh, on the nose was initially uh, that smell of in the morning, the musty kind of damp smell in the woods. So I kind of got that, and then I was like, banana fudge, and then I was like, mm. hang, on, hang on a minute, it's that kind of banana penicillin medicine, that one that always looked radioactive in the fridge, the kind of thing your parents would never normally give you because the doctor did. It was all all fair play and all good. And as soon as I got that taste, I, I found it difficult to shrug that off. Um, it's funny because like my glass is pretty much empty now. And now when I'm smelling, I'm, ge- I'm definitely getting foam bananas, you know, the foam banana yeah. sweets. And I think okay. that's definitely coming in now. But anyway, happy birthday, Andy. Thanks for joining Thank us. Thank you. Lovely way to end my birthday weekend. Thank oh, well, guys. thanks for spending it with us. Appreciate that. Happy birthday. Brian, good to see you. How are you doing? Hey, Brian. What do you think of this whiskey then? Definitely the Christmas cake. Okay, you, yeah. know, you know when you put too much cordial or too much Ribena in and it's yeah. just too strong, you think oh, that's not right. 
So you try to water it down a bit. It, it was like halfway between nice fruit and watered down fruit. That's awesome, Brian. Thank Cheers, you. Cheers, Brian. Thanks for joining us. Ah, oh, Kate, what did you think of the Glenfiddich? I think it wasn't anything special. Like, it was nice. I could drink it. I mean, admittedly, after like a year of listening to you guys, I still don't really know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Either <the> way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, just in terms of flavours, like Christmas cake, definitely a thing I was getting. Other than that, most of what you guys were saying, like, okay, if you say so. Mm. Um, but like, I wouldn't buy a bottle of it, but if someone gave it to me, I wouldn't say no, take it away. Yeah, it's a good gifting one. You'd be able to find it like in a rush if you're heading to somebody's house. Yeah, if you were coming back on duty free and you were like, oh God, I haven't got someone a present and you saw this on the side and it was going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Hello, Jen. Hey, Jen. How are you doing? Did you have any specific notes for the Glenfiddich 15? Kind of like almost like an orangey marmalade kind of like, but like smoky kind of marmalade orangey kind of, yeah. Thanks, Jen. Thanks very much. Thanks, Jen. You're listening to Whiskey and Things Potter. Um, Tony Michael, you up for joining us? Hey, then. Tony, what did you think of this whiskey? Um, yeah, like I said, I think it's a very it's like a fence set of whiskey. It's like not one of the, not amazing. It's not not disgusting, but it's when I go to a, a pub, I always ask for a whiskey, and I always tell the barmaid to just surprise me. And if I got that, I would not be upset. Yeah, absolutely. Because like, I thought at first, I thought, well, it's all right, but then twenty minutes later, I demolished the whole thing. So. Yeah, yeah. As I've gone on, I'm enjoying it more and more. I, I think I may have been a bit harsh. I think it's probably just the price tag. What I like about this is, like, because it's going to be everywhere, I'm not a big fan of Johnny Walker, but no, this I might be alongside Johnny Walker. So I, I would probably, now I know this is this, I'll be like, you know what, I'll have a Glenfiddich. It's a nice, solid option, probably everywhere. This Glenfiddich is much better than any Johnny... It's better than the Johnny Walker Blue. I'd rather drink this than Johnny Walker, but with the price tag. Yeah, but Johnny Walker Blue is really expensive, yeah. and I actually prefer this to Johnny Walker Blue. Me too, me too. Um, yeah. So actually, actually, you know, maybe maybe we're a little bit harsh on it earlier in that regard, but uh, alas, that's that's. I think because it says... Because you've got the whole Solera thing, and it's a 15, you, you kind of... Your expectations are so much higher. Yeah, that's right. And when it's kind of... It's nice. It's fine. It does its job exactly the way it's meant to. But I think because of the Solera thing and it's extravagant and all that kind of thing, you're expecting something else, but you're not. It's a space side whiskey done very well. I don't taste the mango Solera either. No? Uh, no, sorry. Yeah, you're right, actually. That's for, that's bad market. That's bad. Uh, it's fake, false advertising, isn't it, on the bottle? Can't, don't call it a Solera if it doesn't taste of a Solero. <laughs> anyway, don't thanks, worry. Tony. Thanks for those thoughts. Thanks, uh, Tony. Appreciate that. Whiskey! Dan, how you doing? I'm doing all right, thank you. Yourself? Very well, thanks. Thanks for joining us once again. How did you find it, Dan? Yeah, it's really nice. Um, I've had the 12 a couple of times, and um, I've always kind of like found like, that one a bit more um, mellow compared to this after tasting it. And um, yeah, I completely agree with all the tasting notes and everything and nosing, but I could have sworn I was smelling it from a distance, and I think I was picking up something just very slightly floral that might have either been disguised as almonds or something, um, along with the spice and the sweetness. But um, that's just me. But again, just Floral. like this. Yeah, just something I, that might have been vanilla or I don't know. It was just something weird at a distance that yeah. I couldn't quite make out. Well, in some other tasting notes, I was, when I was looking stuff up, Heather was coming up in some tasting mm. notes. Oh. So that might be that. But yeah, it's really spicy. But I would probably say sort of like it does remind me a bit of a bourbon because it just has that little bit of bite to it. That's but, a bit sweet too. Yeah. Nice. Excellent. And, and for those of you who, who may remember, Dan, 
makes uh, well, he works at a bar and in a bar that does cocktails, uh, very good cocktails. And based mm. on this whiskey, having tried it now, what would you think would be a good cocktail with this whiskey? Right off the top of my head, as soon as you started mentioning that, I was thinking I would probably put this with something um, a bit more fruit to it or something like, like dried fruits, just sort of like bring out that cakey flavor of it or something like apricot liqueur and maybe just a couple of other bits and maybe something just a little bit sour just to sort of like give it a bit more edge but other than that i'm not really sure i think it'd have i think it would have to be something unique for me this is in dave broom's book which was mm. for those of you who watched nick and i get drunk uh on jack daniels was the you know we were trying the coconut water the uh, ginger ale or the other two cola that scientific soda experiment water. we did, we did a sign, yeah. yeah and and the same he does the same thing with Glenfiddich 15 in the book there was no four stars they're all three stars at most oh wow so, okay which would suggest that maybe this isn't the best one to mix mm. or it's slightly harder to really put within a cocktail maybe who knows yeah hard to complement the flavours Thank you all very much for joining us this week. Uh, I've no, I've no idea what's ha- coming next week because uh, we haven't probably planned it at this stage of recording. Uh, but we hope you've enjoyed us, uh, enjoyed being with us for the last couple of hours. Those of you who, have, who are in the live studio audience, uh, and uh, if you've been listening at home, I hope you've enjoyed what Nick has managed to edit from this. Now we're now into the two and a half hour mark. We're coming up to Nick's. So you've got a lot are, of work on this one. Oh dear, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So enjoy oh, that quality content, though. Thank so, you very yeah, much. Yeah, loads of great quality stuff. Content. So thank you all for joining us. Thank you for your continued support. Um, and and that goes to anyone who's listening as well. Thank you for listening. Yeah. But you know, if you want to be thank involved, you, thank you, Dave, for a great year, by the way. So congratulations, oh, cheers, again. buddy. You know, thank you. Uh, surprise, surprise! You still want to do it after a year? To be honest, year of me putting too. up with me. Me too, to be honest, but uh, it's fun. It's fun. So well done. Well done. Yeah. Um, Looking forward to many adventures coming up, I hope. Oh, there will be. There's going to be yeah. so many once we can get out. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah. that's been a fun year. So uh, again, thank you everyone for listening and thank you patrons for coming today. We'll carry on going as long as you guys still like it. We will carry on going. Uh, so yeah, enjoy the rest of your night. Thank you all very, very much. And thank you, Robbie. Big shout out to Robbie Coles. Robbie Cheers, the man. Robbie. Thanks for joining us. Uh, great songs. Good luck with the rest of the Ranga Nation. And, uh, and we'll, we'll hopefully be able to do something in the flesh soon, Robbie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. There we go. But anyway, I think it's time for us to sign out. So uh, cheers. Yeah, Thanks, Thanks for coming. For coming. <laughs> I'm going to edit that so smoothly. <laughs> Whiskey and Things has been brought to you by And Things Productions. Who do they think they are? Oprah? <laughs> Stephen Colbert? Graham Norton? Colin Farrell? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Colin Farrell! Amazing.